Tim Berg here, host of the Above180.com podcast. Coming up next, I have Brad Angelo sat down and chatted with Brad about the USBC Open Championships going on in Las Vegas. We also talk about Bull U and his involvement and what he's doing with them and the coaching that he's doing and some of the thoughts and processes that are going on behind the scenes regarding Bull U. So that's all coming up next on the Above180.com podcast. High Five Gear is a proud sponsor of Above180.com. H5G has thousands of designs to choose from and no hidden artwork fees. How awesome is that? Show your individuality and have your jersey tell your story. Online, you can order at www.high5gear.com today. Don't let fashion pass you by. Add H5G into your wardrobe and show off your individuality. Use code ABOVE180 at checkout for $20 off any H5G style. Thank you to all of our supporters and our fans. We appreciate it. Hey, bowlers. Bowling This Month is back. Bowling This Month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at BowlingThisMonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today. Hi, this is Parker Bone III, and you are listening to the Above180.com podcast with Tim Berg. Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, here's your host, Tim Berg. Joining me in the Above180.com podcast is Brad Angelo. Brad was a member of Team USA in 1997 and 1998. He has two PBA titles. Brad, it's Tim Berg here. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate you asking me to be a part of this again. This is great. Brad, I want to begin. As many people are still heading out to the USBC Open Championships, there's a lot of things we can do that kind of sabotages our game once we get to Las Vegas. What's one thing we can do, though, that would sabotage our game regarding equipment and once we're heading out in Vegas and we shoe up and we're all ready to go? There's a lot of people that, oh, I'm going to get new bowling balls right before I go because I need some new bowling balls and it'll be great to try them out and use them right at the open championships. That's probably a big mistake. I think the best thing you could do is you bring bowling balls out and, and build a arsenal that is uh, balls that, you know, balls that you're very familiar with and comfortable with um, how they go down the lane. um, You know, that sort of thing as opposed to drilling all brand-new bowling balls and thinking you know what they're supposed to do, and then you get out there and you realize, holy crap, I didn't know this ball was going to do this. So that can certainly sabotage your trip. Brad, talk, though, to that guy who says, you know what, though, I'm just replacing my one strong asymmetric ball with another strong asymmetric ball because the one is a couple years old and not hitting as hard as it once did. I think without a doubt, if you drill a ball within two or three weeks of going to the Open Championships, that's probably a mistake. I would say if you're going to drill some new balls to try to fill a gap, get it done within a month or, or you know, no sooner than a month before you go out there. Um, that way you can be using it 
and see how it is in relation to the other balls that you know. Uh, there, you know, there's so many times, even when we're out on tour, we'll try to drill a ball to fill a gap, and believe it or not, it fills a different gap. Oh my God, I didn't know it was going to do that. And uh, uh, so, you know, I think all the intentions are good, and and it, it sounds like it's a good strategy, but really, it, it's a different animal bowling the the Open Championships because you're not on the situation to where you're moving pairs every single game. You know, you don't have to uh, follow everybody else's transition. You have to follow your own and your own group's transition. So you really want to be bringing balls that you know. Um, That doesn't mean you have to bring old balls. It just means that whatever balls you're bringing, make sure that you've seen them go down the lane for a couple of weeks, uh, uh, on maybe a couple different patterns or go to your local bowling center, maybe after the league is done, maybe, uh, you know, on the fresh, you throw the balls that you do know, throw the new ball or two that you just drilled to try to fill that gap and then see how all of those relate with each other. So you're better prepared for the open championships. And this is another question I get a lot, Brad asked of me on, on social media, they'll send me an email or, or message me and say, what can you do if it's their first time heading out there? They'll say, what can I do to help make sure the experience doesn't seem too big for me? Now, for someone like you bowling on TV, winning on TV, winning an Eagle, it probably doesn't happen near as much, if at all anymore. But for someone who's maybe heading out there for the first, second or third time, and it, they do still have those butterflies when they're walking down that aisle, what advice do you have for them? Enjoy the butterflies. Learn, learn that no matter how many times you've done it, it's still a special uh, thing to be able to participate in. And those butterflies are very normal still for me, no matter how many times I've done it. Um, little tidbits that I can definitely say is the atmosphere being so different. The ball going down the lane uh, because of the lights and the reflections that are in the, the South Point Plaza. Um, you know, that looks like your ball rolls a little differently when it goes down the lane, uh, just because of the atmosphere. Sometimes the sound, the sound of the pins crashing because it sounds different than in your local bowling center, uh, that can give you a little bit different feedback. Um, but as far as trying to get rid of the butterflies, I don't know. I, I think that's, that's part of the beauty and, and the specialty of, participating in that environment you know embrace the butterflies if you didn't have them i don't know maybe you shouldn't go anymore all right well brad let's hit hit a little bit of, of stuff now regarding bull you you've been involved in that with with rick benoit for years now helping rick out and running your running clinics running coaching and working with rick on bull you so let's talk about you know bull you and from its inception that rick had this idea that he had you know gosh probably now 10 years ago i might want to say and um and where yeah. it is now yeah. And, and what you guys are working on and continuing to work on in helping coach bowlers? Well, the, the one part of Bowl U that is related to coaching, uh, it's, it's, in my opinion, it, it's the most um, comprehensive program that's available. Um, some of the, the camps that Rick has put together uh, – it's it's eye-opening and so enlightening. You really haven't seen bowling um, uh, shown that way. I, I can I can say that 
people that walk into a workshop, many of them have had many years of experience around the sport. And when you say that to them, uh, you know, you're going to see some things you've never seen before. I think, I think many of them are like, oh, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. And then, believe it or not, those are the people that at the end of the workshop, they're the ones stopping you on the way out and saying, I've been around this sport for 30 years, or I've been around this sport for 20 years, or I'm in five different halls of fames, but I have never seen anything the way that you guys have put this together. So, uh, you know, without... Without revealing a whole, whole lot, I can tell you that Rick Benoit is is an absolute genius. Uh, he's so far ahead of his time, and I'm so honored to be a part of the Bull U and, and growing Bull U uh, in my own little region here in Buffalo, uh, not to mention across the United States and hopefully and soon to be throughout the world. The one thing that is unique, and you can check out your guys' Facebook page, you guys do stuff some non-traditional stuff that you, you have in, included in your clinics where it's not all in in the lane and you know on the lanes out there instruction on the lanes it's outside doing stuff it's it's doing stuff that's a little bit um what you like you said it would be considered maybe something that you won't get at a traditional camp that you would go to for bowling but there's an advantage to that do you mind getting into a little bit of that sure uh, as an example, when we're talking about breaking down the physical game and trying to help somebody build the the physical traits that they need to have in in the modern game, uh, it, it's really advantageous to get them away from uh, the other distractions that are in the bowling center. People can throw a a poor shot and get a strike but they, they can also do something perfectly correct and miss the head pin. But when we take them outside and, and, and they start doing drills that are designed to focus on one certain aspect of the physical game, then they're, they're satisfied when they're doing that drill very, very well. They learn faster. They learn more efficiently. And then when you take them back inside – they can't believe how much they've progressed because it wasn't all based on whether they were getting a strike or whether they were getting, uh, you know, a, a split. Um, we, we've experimented with, uh, or actually not experimented, but we've, we've implemented what we call hill bowling and where we put three different distances uh, to where you have to roll the ball up the hill. And if you're really good at throwing it up to distance number one, um, then in order to get the ball two or three feet farther up the hill, you obviously have to create more momentum. So before you know it, you're learning speed control and your body adapts right, right before your own eyes just because you can see, wow, I got to get this ball farther up the hill. Then when the practical application of being on a lane that's yielding more friction it's not just as easy just to move to the left and find more oil because a lot of times there's not more oil there. So you teach yourself how to create uh, different ranges of speed control. And there's other um, drills that we do outside, uh, body coordination, um, speed and acceleration drills, um, balance and motion drills, uh, uh, targeting, 
um, uh, gosh, all kinds of things. I think Rick has now something like 70 or 80 different drills that can, you can do outside. And the reason that he started with that was as many of the places that he would be coaching when he was throughout the world, it was very difficult for people to get to the bowling center. So he came up with these drills that you can do at your home, at your convenience. You don't have to worry about paying a big fee for lineage to, to practice. You can be practicing out in your backyard uh, while you're cooking dinner on the grill. And, and it's really a fun way um, to be able to learn. So uh, when, when we do those segments at the workshops that we do, people are amazed at how fast they learn. And, and many times I hear, wow, I wish I could have learned about this stuff earlier. So it, it's, it's really special. Brad, we've hit on a few of the physical things regarding bowl. You talk about though how bowl you handles the mental side of bowling. Well, within bowl you, we don't teach it as the mental game. Mental game is within one of the elements called the athletic aura, and that's the second element that we introduce when we're teaching the essential elements workshop. So when we're dealing with the athletic aura. Rick has came up with an acronym called PACER to be able to help you monitor uh, not so much what to think, but how to monitor how to think. So we're, we're, you know, it, it's kind of a different, uh, uh, a different way to make sure that you're thinking properly and the order with which you're thinking, being able to gather information properly. How are you going to sort through that information so that it makes sense to your game? A move that, that you would make, Tim, might be very different than a move that I would make. But the moves that you ultimately decide to make should certainly fall within your physical ranges. And uh, learning about what those ranges are, um, you know, it really comes down to how well are you at understanding what you're capable of doing? Then when you make those choices, you can stay within your strengths and not try to operate outside of them. Brad, can you describe what it will look like for someone when they come to a bowl you camp and how you guys work with them on their physical game? Well, when, when we're teaching the physical, uh, bowl you breaks down the physical game into five motion sequences. And Rick calls those five motion sequences balance and motion. And so when we watch somebody go through their normal approach, we can help them pinpoint which motion sequence needs work. Then when we go outside, we can, we can target that motion sequence based on the drills that we choose to be using. And then once you start learning those drills, it start make, starts making you more repeatable within that motion sequence. It's more than just saying you should throw the ball this way and you got to hold it here. And because listen, the way the game has evolved, there's no right or wrong way to teach the physical game. Or really, there's more than one way to teach the physical game. Um, and and I have to say that many people on tour they kind of blow a lot of theories right out of the water. Hold the ball this way. Well, then, geez, I mean, look at Jacob Budruff. Look at what he does with the bowling ball. And then you got the two-handed people. Well, geez, how should you throw the ball if you're a two-hander? Well, 
there's certainly ways that we can look at that and, and teach that and break that down within the same motion sequences. But at the end of the day, if I say that there's one right way to be able to throw the bowling ball, you can look out on tour and there's 10 to 20 to 30 guys that just blow that theory right out of the water. So what are the similarities of the guys that, that are out on tour? They all satisfy the five motion sequences. So we do go over those at the, at the workshops, um, and, and they're really genius the way that Rick has came. He's actually shared some videos on social media. So those of you out there, if you're interested, go to, on Facebook, go to Team Bowl U and just go like that Facebook page. And, and Rick posts videos up there um, and have actually been meeting with, with some marketing people about being able to do a better job and get some of that stuff out there. And then if you want to, you open to join uh, bowlu.com on the website, and there's a lot of opportunities on there. But you can join that, and it's only $5 a month to join bowlu.com, and you'll be entered into or welcomed into a closed Facebook group that is for the Team Bowl U Priority members. And then inside of that, there's all kinds of other discussion groups and videos that puts up just for the priority members, um, you know, and then you'll gain access to other teaching opportunities as well. So Team Bowl U Facebook page, go like that. That's for free. Uh, uh, BowlU.com, you can go join that, sign up for that, and uh, you'll get a lot of other stuff. And there's a lot of things in store that we're working on putting together um, in the coming months here as well. Have to remind folks, please check out one of the fine sponsors of the Above180.com podcast, BowlingThisMonth.com, bowling's best and most comprehensive technical resource all at your fingertips. Lots of great insight, lots of great articles, ball reviews. I was out there, by the way, heading out to the Open Championships, Rick Ramsey and his wife Gail running the BTM tournament and the nine-pin no-tap tournament as well. It's going on at Gold Coast. Had a chance to stop out and see Rick last week when I was there. So great event, great tournament. They do a great job of running that thing. So check that out as well. Also got your ball reviews on your left-hand side on the website. Some, seeing some of the latest and greatest new pieces that are being put out by some of the manufacturers. So again, all your resources at your fingertips. Again, check out bowlingthismonth.com. Also, if you're looking for a dye-supplemented shirt, be sure to check out h5gbrands.com. Use promo code ABOVE180. That will get you $20 off your order. $20 off your order using promo code ABOVE180. So many styles, so many colors, so many options. These jerseys are 100% custom-made for you. They're going to work with you through the process. They'll send you the mock-up of the jersey. Very simple, very straightforward process. Lots of great communication amongst the crew there at H5G Brands, so you don't feel like you're in the dark when it comes to doing this. You get the final approval for that jersey. Again, check out h5gbrands.com. Make sure you use promo code ABOVE180 for $20 off your order. That's promo code ABOVE180. You have any questions, you can go to shoot them an email, sales at h5gbrands.com. They're very prompt to get back to you. Again, check out h5gbrands.com. Brad, I'd love to get your perspective on the changes that have been made at the USBC Open Championships regarding the patterns not being released and also the live streams going away. I know a lot of people would watch those and watch some of the better teams to get an idea of where they might want to start on the lane. But what's your perspective on some of the changes that have been made for the tournament? And there's supposed to be enhancements for the tournament. <laughs> well, I, 
you know, those are you. I, I guess I kind of have to answer that as politically correct as possible. USBC, they, they try to do the best job they can with with what they know. And while my view, my my particular viewpoints uh, may differ than some of the people that make those decisions, I don't know that it matters a whole lot whether people know what pattern they're bowling on. Um, just because you have the ability to practice on that pattern at home, that doesn't mean you have access to the same oil. That doesn't mean the same machine is putting it out or you're not bowling on the same surface that's out there at the USBCs. Lo and behold, you may not even have the same people being able to get together to practice on it. So I don't know that it's really that huge of an advantage. Um, and the majority of the people that I hear that complain about that sort of stuff, I'm, I'm sorry to say it, many of those people are the people that, I don't know, I, I, I just, I, I think those are the people that, that should try to dive in and learn more about what they're capable of doing if they have the resources to do so, so that they can make that experience more. I'm not sure, I'm not sure how much it really helps or hurts or unfair of people knowing what the pattern is. And I guess that's just my take on it. But, you know, I do respect the other opinions of the people that believe otherwise. All right. Well, Brad, I want to thank you for joining me today. Very insightful. And finally, where, you, you mentioned a few places already where folks can go. Is there anywhere else we can go to find more info on Bull U? Uh, no, certainly go on the Bull U website, uh, team, or, excuse me, bullu.com. Bowl, the letter U.com, and we will be continuing to update. There will be places on there. We're actually scheduling camps and workshops as we speak um, throughout parts of the country. And, uh, uh, and then certainly if, if, you, uh, if you just want to be on the fringes right now to where you can uh, learn a little bit more about what Bowl U is, just go like the Team Bowl U Facebook page. And, um, and and I think that'll if you can't get excited about some of the stuff that's on there, if it doesn't at least get you interested, then you know I don't know. I mean it's it's pretty cool, uh, and and I have fallen in love with it, and I'm so thankful that Rick Benoit put his thoughts down uh, on paper and made them more accessible to the masses of people. And you're right, that started about uh, almost 15 years ago now, and it's been really a great ride. So I'm I'm really honored to be a part of it. All right. Well, Brad, thank you again for being here and all the uh, best of luck with everything moving forward.